My name is Bria Hampton, and I'm from Bolton, a small town in Columbus County. I'm a PhD student at UNC Chapel Hill studying genetics and the immune system, and I've been a part of efforts to get folks in Bolton vaccinated against COVID-19. Earlier this year, I hosted a Q&A session for members of the Bolton community to provide fact-based information to combat misinformation surrounding the COVID-19 vaccines. Today, we're talking about inequities in vaccination efforts and what Black leaders in Columbus County are doing to affect change. Earlier this year, there was a vaccine drive in Tabor City, North Carolina. In Tabor City, that's where I live, and they said that there were about 600 vaccines they were trying to get out. So, of course, wanted to encourage anyone who was interested and, and actually wanted the vaccine to get out and get it. This is Ashley McFadden. Her parents grew up in Columbus County, and she moved here two years ago to Tabor City. McFadden is the program manager for the Disability Resource Center in Columbus County, and she has been aiding vaccination efforts like the vaccine drive in Tabor City. So, um... I was called by Day One Disaster Recovery Group, and they said, hey, we're going to have a group come in and provide vaccines in Tabor City. It's going to be next week, though. So we were basically given a week notice, um, which is fine. These doses were separate from the hospital, separate from the health department. It was just a separate batch specifically for this area because transportation is an issue in that area. Um, infrastructure is, a, is an issue in that area and just people being able, people being educated about the vaccine. Maybe two days after we were notified of the vaccines, we were told that they were full. And we were just kind of like, hey, we don't need to do any more work because they've got it. McFadden showed up the day of the vaccine drive and was surprised to see that there weren't a lot of people she knew there. I actually only saw about three people that I recognized receive vaccines and I was there periodically throughout the day. Um, I saw a lot of white individuals who definitely do not represent that area. Some people who were from out of state, and I heard that a lot of individuals were from like the Charlotte area. This was mostly due to the way information was distributed. It was just not even the time frame, but the way that the word was put out, posted on social media, and it was on some of our local news channels which is great, but it actually ended up reaching farther than just the local neighborhood. Being a rural area, the infrastructure here is not always that great. Um, so people don't always have access to the internet. So it didn't end up being as successful locally, even though it was very successful. They filled all their vaccines, but just not with the local population. Beyond that, most of the providers who were there were white even though the drive was supposed to provide vaccines to black and brown community members. Given that, as a whole, black and brown people in Columbus County have been the most affected by this pandemic. The representation of the nurses and nurse practitioners that provided the vaccines, they were all white. There are so many rumors and, and trust issues going around. And then I, I bring predominantly white nurses to provide these vaccines that, you know, I'm thinking, are you really giving me the vaccine? Are you giving me something else? It doesn't help, you know, encourage the situation. So one of the things that, that I really wish they would do is try to make sure that you at least have partial representation of the area that you're serving. Many people of color in Tabor City wanted the vaccine. They just didn't have the right information. And often, community members don't have the resources to travel outside the city to get it. There were a lot of people from the neighborhood who were 
wondering what was going on. They weren't aware that COVID vaccines were being provided. People didn't know that they didn't have to pay for it. They didn't know that they didn't have to have insurance. So there were a lot of people that maybe would have come had they known these things. When we asked McFadden how she felt the day of the vaccine drive, seeing resources intended for her community go to people from outside of it, she said this. It hurt. It did because I know that, you know, that area is always one of the last areas to receive resources. They've been oppressed. They've been forgotten about. And they're used to it. But at the same time, um, hosting an event like this that everyone, you know, who is interested needs to be able to participate in, but not including them, it, it had to be like a slap in the face to the area. Saturday, I ran into a few people and they were like, you know, are they coming back to do vaccines? Because I would like to get one and I don't have an answer for that. This isn't the first time vaccination efforts have failed to reach black and brown folks in Columbus County. Jeremy Simmons is the spiritual director at Columbus Regional Hospital. He started getting involved when the hospital realized vaccinations weren't going to everyone who needed them, especially people of color. So initially when the hospital began receiving vaccinations, um, I actually was not a part of it. But once we started to realize that uh, the folk that were coming to get the vaccine were predominantly white, they recognized that they need to kind of change what they were doing. Simmons said this goes back to what McFadden described with the Tabor City vaccine drive. Information wasn't being put out into the community in the right ways. There's literally Facebook groups that exist. Vaccine hunters, those folks just literally come and hunt the vaccine. And they have the ability to do that because they have that access to social media. When you have people that are literally local and are on the ground who don't even know about the event happening in their own backyard. To me, that is very problematic. So if you're talking about equity, that's not the way to do it, to make sure that people are getting equitable doses. Curtis Hill, the president of the NAACP in Columbus County, who also runs the nonprofit Columbus County Forum, says vaccination efforts are exposing underlying issues in the county that have existed for a long time. In Columbus County, we have a digital divide that we have been struggling with since President Clinton came to Columbus County um, on his last term of office. And we still have pockets that don't have access to high-speed internet. So this thing is not just about this, this is exposing the other hiccups that are in our community. Hill says, in order to get people vaccinated, particularly people of color living in rural areas, you need to remove the number of barriers that stand in the way of people scheduling their shots. We put um, we put vaccinations from eight to five most times, right? So getting in outlets that they're able to come and they're after work and that kind of thing, that it won't have an effect on their ability to take care of their family. You gotta figure out how can we make sure that every nook and cranny of Columbus County, they have, they have informed information about the vaccine Right, they've got the flyer, and they realize too. Sometimes people can't read, so you got to have a trusted person that they know building those bonds. That folks realize that you care about them enough to pick up the phone and make sure your friends and family members have the vaccine. But if I don't know you, and you just calling me to ask me about a vaccine, how likely am I to do it? 
So in rural areas, it's more than just making vaccines available on the internet and sharing on social media. It's about hearing the information from someone you trust, getting calls from local numbers. Sean Maynard, the mayor of Bolton and pastor at the Greater Bolton Church of God in Christ, is putting in the work to make this happen in his town. So we are trying to educate to the best of our ability, allowing people to ask questions, making sure you don't force your um, ideology on individuals, and then making the vaccines more accessible. Now, I know that there are people who um, are encouraging the vaccines, assisting with the vaccine, who are um, black and brown families that have not yet made it up in their mind. They haven't made it up in their mind, and that's their choice. Curtis Hill even stops people in Walmart to ask them if they've gotten their vaccines. I just talk to folks wherever I meet them, right? If I'm in Walmart or if I'm in the grocery store line and I'm at the counter, I'm asking young African-American men or, or women, have y'all had your shot, you know, or Hispanic, are you, have you had, what is your concerns about it? And they'll tell you, well, I'm really kind of scared of it. And then you just drop the information that you know. Jeremy Simmons, has worked to reserve a certain number of slots for black and brown people who get their vaccines at the hospital in Whiteville. So um, each week that we receive vaccines, probably 35 to 40% of those vaccines are designated off the top for black and brown people. Um, so it is my responsibility to connect with those um, community partners to make sure that we fill those slots we're doing our best to make sure that people are cared for. And Simmons says it's hard work, figuring out how to make the vaccination process equitable and actually making it happen. But he says, it's the little things that keep him going, like the calls he gets from people in the community. What kind of touches my heart, keeps me motivated is the phone calls that I do receive from people who have received the vaccine. People literally say, are you that black chaplain that helped me? I'm just so thankful that, you know, we have somebody in the hospital who's fighting for us. Black and brown leaders across Columbus County are doing just this, fighting for their communities to get the resources and information so they'll have access to COVID-19 vaccines and they'll feel comfortable getting them. In order to continue making the vaccination process more equitable, Ashley McFadden says it's important that state and local leaders pay attention to their community's needs. Um, listen to your communities. Ask for your community's input um, instead of making decisions for them. Just try to understand that everyone's needs are not the same and everyone's needs are not being met. So listen, because in order for the community to thrive, needs have to be met, accessibility has to be met. And if you don't have that, the community won't thrive and who knows what'll happen. The population may drop and we may be just a speck on the map.